Top of the morning. And it is a beaut. And the hope of the Irish as the future champion of the world. The podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. Welcome to the Barry J. McDonald podcast. The place where dreams get dusted off and acted on. Because life is too short. We're living on a rock that's flying through space. And hey, what the hell else were you going to do with yourself here? Hi, this is Barry here, and you are very, very welcome to today's podcast episode. Now, today I want to talk about what is the emotional cost? Now, for a lot of us who have online businesses, you know, everything is tied to a monetary figure. You know, we sell products for a certain amount of money. And whenever we are working in our business, we're usually thinking, well, is this action that I'm about to do, is it going to make me money? Is it going to lose me money? How am I going to be afterwards? So everything is kind of tied to a monetary figure. Now, having everything on a, with a monetary figure is a good thing because it does allow you to keep score of if you're going in the right direction or not. You know, if you're making more money this month than you were last month, well, then chances are good you are going in the right direction. If you're losing money, well, then maybe you need to have a look at some of the actions you have been taken or not taken so we can kind of you know judge if we're going in the right direction or not with the monetary figure that we have written down but what is the emotional cost now what I mean by that is maybe if I explain it a bit better with a personal story I remember years ago I was sitting down watching um, one of those archaeological uh, TV shows with my mother and I forget where it was but they were kind of in the middle of a field or whatever they're digging away in this trench and you know as you see what you know archaeologists they had all these kind of little trowels and they had all these little toothbrushes and brushes and they were just kind of sweeping around and cleaning around and if they found like a skull or whatever they would be just kind of you know doing their best to brush it all down before they would kind of scoop it out of the ground but anyway I remember watching the show with my mother and just out of the blue my mother says to me you know I'd love to do that I'd love to be an archaeologist now that kind of idea kind of you know came out of left field I wasn't expecting it to come from my mother because she never ever said that that was something that she was interested in and I just said wow uh, I didn't know that and you know I said well why don't you maybe just you know think about doing it now my mother was probably uh, at the time probably in her 40s um, and you know probably like most Irish mothers you know she had dedicated her life to being a mother bringing up kids and you know everything was centered around her kids so she kind of you know would probably come out or did come out with the same reasons that probably a lot of Irish mothers and you know some mothers right now would actually come out with you know saying well I've got kids and you know that moment has passed me and I'm older now and you know it would be nice to do it but it'll never happen so she came out with a long list of reasons why she couldn't do it now at the time, you know, um, the internet wasn't freely available to everybody. So she did have a lot of disadvantages kind of working against her at the time compared to maybe nowadays where you could probably watch YouTube videos. You could get a lot of information for free online and then decide, well, maybe is this something I want to, you know, follow the path that I want to go on. But she kind of came out with a, lot, a long list of reasons of why she couldn't do it, you know, money you know being bogged down with kids and this and that and the other and you know 
it was funny. I just watched her kind of package away that little dream that she had and she just kind of put it away back into the back of her mind where all her other probably dreams or ambitions kind of went to and it was just kind of closed up. That little box was closed up and it wasn't taken action on. And I just thought it was sad, you know, that she would take that goal to the grave and never actually take action on it. Now, that was one of the things that really kind of fired me up or really, you know, inspired me to do a lot of the things that I have done in the past, you know, blogging, writing, podcasting, videos. I wanted to try out all those things. I wanted to see, could I write? Could I record a video? Could I do a podcast episode? Was it possible for me to do that? And I wanted to have, you know, less on my to-do list. I wanted to kind of knock that off. I wanted to say, well, you know something, you tried that, it didn't work out, but at least you tried it. And... That was something that I had just written in an email to my list today. I just was kind to trying to maybe, you know, make them look at maybe some of the things that they haven't done. Because, you know, as I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, we tie a lot of things into a monetary figure. But what is the emotional cost? What is the emotional cost of not following the dream that you would like to do? Or that, you know, that itch you need to scratch? You know, it's always going to be at the back of your mind. You know, you're going to think to yourself, you know, what if I did write that book? Or what if I did write poetry? Or what if I did take up painting? Or, you know, what if I did do podcasting? Or you TikTok videos? And sometimes, you know, never having the answer to that question is something that, you know, haunts us for the rest of our life. What if I wrote that book? Would I be successful? Would I not be successful? And sometimes maybe just doing that thing, just to kind of mark it off your list, will kind of, you know, take some of that emotional baggage off you. And even if that book wasn't successful, or even if nobody listened to your podcast, the fact that you have done it sometimes, you know, makes us feel good about ourselves. You know, a lot of us think, well, everything we need to do needs to be a success or it needs to be a bestseller or we need to have a huge audience or it needs to we need to knock everything out of the park you know every single time but sometimes we just need to do things for ourselves you know the way I feel about life life is it's almost like um, a little sandpit that we have been given and we come to life and we're given this kind of little sandpit and we're told do whatever you want to do in this sandpit. Do whatever creation you want to make. If you want to make some weird sandcastle, go ahead and do it. But it's your little sandpit. You can do whatever you want in that sandpit. And in that sandpit, you know, you don't need to get, you know, approval. You don't need to get anyone's thumbs up. You don't need to make anyone happy. This is your little sandbox. You do whatever you want to do with it. So at the end of your life, you know, whether you make money on it, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you're going to feel good about yourself because you have done the things that you have wanted to do. You have scratched that itch. You have pulled that splinter from the back of your mind, but you've taken action on the things that you wanted to do. So what I want you to do maybe is just to think back to some of the things that you have pushed off off to the back of your mind and maybe you've pushed them off because you said to yourself well I can't see myself making money in that or if I do that people are going to see that I'm maybe a little bit weird. But, you know, sometimes you need to do those things just for yourself. And sometimes those things that you do that could be just way off on a tangent from what you're doing right now could be your actually your true calling. 
I remember, you know, uh, listening to Joe Vitale one time talk about in one of his audiobooks that, you know, he was always seen as the marketing guy. He was always seen as the copywriter. He was always seen as, you know, someone who would talk about business advice and tips and tricks and all those different things. But he was never seen as someone who would be, you know, talking about self-development, talking about auras, talking about chakras, talking about, you know, mental conditioning, talk about the subconscious mind. That wasn't in, you know, Joe's wheelhouse at all. And I remember him saying that, um, you know, he had written a book for his sister. His sister was going through financial trouble and he had put a book together and he was just, he had written it just basically for her, just showing her all the steps he had taken to get himself from being homeless up to the point that where he was. And he, he kind of kept that book to himself. And he was talking about going to a Bob Proctor seminar one time and just mentioned to Bob Proctor that he'd written this book. And he must have showed Bob a copy of it. Bob, Bob was, you know, blown away by this book that he had written. And Bob had told everybody in the audience that Joe had written a great book and that everybody should ask him could they get a copy of it. Now, Joe hadn't published the book at all. It was only just for him and his sister. And, you know, he said when Bob kind of, you know, tore that plaster off that wound, there was no kind of going back. He was kind of like almost like the rabbit in the headlights. He was kind of, well you know, I've written the book, uh, maybe I should do it. And that kind of remark from Bob Proctor sent Joe off on the journey that he's on right now and all the products he's created since then. But at the time, Joe was kind of fighting that. He didn't want to, you know, he didn't want to go down that path. And maybe that could be something you are afraid of doing right now. Because if you do maybe create that product or write that book, you know, you probably have a lot of fear of what are my friends going to think? What are my family going to think? What are the people that I do business with? What are they going to think if I suddenly take up sculpture or suddenly take up art or suddenly do a podcast or whatever? What are they going to think about me? But basically what I would say to you is, you know, you were brought here to this planet to make yourself happy. You have a little sandpit right now in your life that you can make you can do you can create whatever you want to do and whatever makes you happy makes you happy and that is the path that you should follow so unfortunately my mother will never ever follow that path she will never scratch that itch she will never ever follow along to you know become uh, an archaeologist or even just look and see was it right for her you know sometimes maybe we think that that thing is perfect for us but when we have a little bit of a taste of it we find well you know I was wrong I shouldn't be doing that it wasn't right for me but my mother will never try that out because she has a lot of reasons, you know, a lot of probably maybe lack programming, maybe lack of confidence, like lack of self-esteem, like probably most of us have before we go off on our little journey. But she'll never scratch that itch and she will always kind of have that, you know, that emotional baggage carried around with her. What if I had become an archaeologist? And I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want you to come to the end of your life saying... You know, what if I had wrote that book? What if I'd done that podcast? What if I'd create that online business? I don't want you to be like that. I don't want you to have that, you know, that thing. So if you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you can't see any, uh, you know, monetary figure, you can't see any kind of way you can make money from it, still do it do it because there will be an emotional value in that. It's going to make you feel better about yourself. It's going to make you walk a little bit taller. It's going to make you feel good that you've left something good behind you or you've scratched that itch. You've done that thing. So don't get tied down too much to how much money you're going to make from everything you do. Sometimes you just need to do things for you. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Before you go. Barry wants to show you how you can use the power of stories to sell more of your products and services. 
He says that if you head on over to the rightcome.com website now he'll show everything you need to do. Have a great day, and thanks for dropping by.